in a world where six media corporations pretty much control the entire narrative, how can we in the liberty movement fight back with our truth? Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our BNC studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let the recession that is absolutely right around the corner put your company at risk. If you have not revamped your sales and marketing strategies, well, guess what? Your competitors have, and they are going to be taking your customers, so let's not let that happen. Email me, brian at briannicholsconsulting.com. All right, so let's talk about us in the greater liberty world being able to actually get our message out there. We are competing against a conglomeration of large enterprises in the media space. So how can we actually stand and get our voices out there? Joining us today to talk about that and more from Liberty Uncensored, Corey Haig. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Great to be here. Great to have you, Corey. Thanks for hopping on. Looking forward to digging into all things Liberty Uncensored. But first, do us a favor, introduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience. Sure. My name is Corey Haig. I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Liberty Uncensored Newspaper, and um, on top of many other projects that I've done over the years. And uh, I'm just happy to be here, and uh, we can get into whatever topics you want. But Liberty Uncensored is our most recent project, and we are attempting to utilize the old school information exchange methodologies in a world where most people are being confronted by algorithms that are preventing them from seeing information that can enhance their life or to give them real information about what's going on locally or in the world. And so by bringing it in a newspaper that we offer for free and bring directly to them, directly to their door, we put it in cafes, we put it in libraries, we put it everywhere. We're actually just bypassing the entire censorship, uh, you know, Leviathan. We're bypassing it all. Yeah, that's the biggest challenge we face, right? Is how do we get our name to get through the algorithms, to get through the censorship? And sometimes we, and we talk about this here in the show, right? You meet people where they're at. And in this case, it's quite literally where they're at. Their homes, their businesses, their coffee places, as you mentioned. So I would love to hear what has been the feedback thus far of having a physical liberty-based publication being handed out to the masses? Well, actually, I love I love that question because it, it feels so good to give the answer. We haven't had a single negative comment, and we've distributed thousands and thousands of papers nice. uh, in several different states, and we haven't gotten a single negative comment. I, I actually put in every paper I have a uh, 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 contact us, um, and if anybody has a negative comment, I, I say uh, there's a garbage bin close by because we don't really want the negative comments anyway. If you have some negative to say about what we're putting out there, you know, you just don't read the paper. But you know how people are. They want to have controversy and whatever. So, you know, but nobody's given given us that controversy. We haven't had anybody say, hey, your paper's crap. Throw it away. Uh, no, everything that we've gotten has been really positive and it's been really um it's been really good. And even locally where I live, because where I live, I, I distribute papers around here myself. And I, one of the best emails I've gotten so far was with, with uh, a woman who literally lives down the street from me. Uh, we didn't know each other. And she said, I love this paper. How can I get involved? And it was one of the first emails that we'd gotten. It was um, 
it was perfect though because the first thing she wanted to do was get involved and wanted to apply her energy to enhance what we were doing. And that's the best feedback we can get. People who want to get involved, not just say good job, but Hey, how can I get involved? What can I do to enhance this thing? Cause that really shows the support right there. Who's this uh, publication aimed towards? Is it your average Tom, Dick and Harry out there, or is it more your politically savvy folks? Uh, it can go in a lot of different directions with that one. I would say, we want to be a gateway for people who've not really entered into the freedom community yet, but also we're sharing general information that can be used by people who have been inside of the, you know, freedom, truth, or whatever, you know, name you want to put to it community um, because we're sharing information that they still might not have seen before. But generally speaking, we're, we're kind of the doorway. We want to be able to guide people to places like your show Corbett report, um, we want to be able to guide people to Freedom's Phoenix uh, with Ernest Hancock. We want to be able to guide people to the places where they can really dive deep and learn and learn things that you know people have been putting content out for many many years. So we don't need to re reinvent the wheel. We just want to get people to the right places, and if we can share the best you know up to date information that we can at the same time, of course we're going to do that. Talk to us about how the publication looks. What would folks expect if they were to pick up a copy? Well, in my opinion, I think it's a very professional looking newspaper, although I've gotten, you know, everybody's got a different opinion of what that means. It's not obviously going to look like uh, Wall Street Journal or The Economist, but we might even change things up in the near future. So we might even actually go and make it more zine like um, almost add, adding like a cartoon uh, kind of flavor to it. But for right now, I'd say it's just a professional looking newspaper that um, if somebody were to pick up this newspaper, having never heard of the anything to do with, you know, freedom and liberty movements before, it might catch their eye as any other newspaper might. But at the same time, we have certain catchwords and a certain look kind of look to it that uh, implies the voluntarist themes, anarchist themes, um, libertarian themes. Um, Things of that nature. What are some of the main, uh, let's say, look at your most recent uh, articles, or not articles, recent publication that came out. What are some of the top articles in the, the publication just to give us a, a little bit of a flavor here? Sure. So the most recent one was actually came out on May 1st, so, um, just a couple of days ago. And this issue is about anarchism. So every every month we put out a new issue that has a new, you know, headliner kind of topic. Like a theme. So we we've, we've we've talked about meme warfare and and censorship. We've talked about um uh so like for Black History Month we did um Black History Revisionism to tell a truer story of the history that uh is the African Americans population populations here in the United States. Uh, the, a more accurate history or even philosophy around that. We did um, agorism the last month, and then this month is anarchism. So in our anarchism issue, we're talking about things that, and if you, you know, a lot of people think anarchism is throwing bricks through windows and being violent and, and, uh, and that's not anarchy. That is uh, that's Antifa. <laughs> that's Antifa. Yeah. That's the, that's the opposite of anarchy. Anarchy is peaceful, voluntary association between willing participants. So, uh, when we're talking about anarchy, we're coming at it in the truer sense of that word. And, and we have articles about how anarchy 
um, is a, a philosophically applied to the state of the world that we're in today. We have poetry in there about, um, so Kenny Pellerantano, who's also very, very involved in the paper, wrote a poem about taxation without representation or, or basically taxation of slavery. Um, we have a very interesting uh, article written by a friend who, uh, it's a fictional story about doing peaceful sort of sabotage of institution, uh, institutional um, spyware, basically. So uh, it's a very interesting article, but it, it's, it is a fiction article, but it's giving us clues about how we might engage with the world, remaining peaceful while still being able to sabotage, uh, you know, the institution's ability to spy on us and to cause harm to us. So there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. So it sounds like the the publications, they'll be more theme-based, but do you have more current events that you guys focus on as well? So when we're, when we're getting into more current event stuff, I would say we are definitely more of a philosophical bent, you know, a doorway to get people into understanding what's going on and then to put them into the places where people are really diving deep into the current events. Like I said, there's so much information already out there that we don't want to reinvent the wheel. Instead, we want to be bridging the gap between the people who've never heard of this content before and are being are being missed by the uh, algorithms and censorship on the internet and in, and in other newspapers and in the media in general. And we want to bridge them into the freedom community by uh, sharing more of the philosophical idealism, whatever it is that is there that might, uh, you know, engage them to think about what we're, what we're trying to say, and then to put them in a place where they might find more information. With that said, we also started a, a sub stack um, where we're putting out all sorts of different content. So we got um, kind of a podcast style thing, but it's it's really more just conversational talks with Freedom Fighters is what we're calling it. And, um, and so there's a lot of co content in there, but then we're also writing a little bit more in the side of, you know, specific topics uh, uh, that are happening in the world today. I love the approach that you're taking with actually having a physical publication. And we'll go back to what I found works in the world of you know business sales and anybody in the B2C world, this also works as well. You see right now your average click through rate for your emails is like in the sing like very low single digits. And the reason being in the online world, it's just, it's, there's so much content. You're flooded. Your inbox is full every day and it's hard to differentiate what's important and what's not, what should be taking your time versus is spam. Versus when we get the birthday card in the mail, we get excited because we don't really get much physical mail nowadays. And even when I still get a physical, you know, in this case, I live in Indiana, I'll get the LPIN newsletter every now and then, and I'll open it up. I'll want to give it a read because I know that I I, I have this uh, thing in my hands and it has my undivided attention. So you're taking a, a very different approach in you know, frankly, it's a very effective approach. We see this work in the business world. If I'm trying to get in touch with a decision maker, I'm not going to send him 40 emails. I'm going to send him maybe three or four emails and then follow up subsequently with a, a, you know, a nice handwritten note or something like that. That's going to be different. It's going to stand out and differentiate. So I think you're taking a, a much needed approach, which it kind of feels weird because it's almost going back to yesteryear. But hey, if it works, it works. And now a word from our sponsors. E-A-B-L-E-S. 
Ebels. Remember that name because if you suffer from chronic joint and muscle pain like me, then Ebels Broad Spectrum CBD Oil is your answer to your prayers. Ebels is truly a game changer in the natural alternatives to big pharma drugs. And yours truly can indeed vouch for the quality of Ebels. Having a herniated disc in my back, coupled with years of sports injuries, I was struggling to find something, anything to help manage my pain. That is until Ebels. And right now, Ebels is offering a special discount to all members of the Brian Nichols show audience on all orders all you have to do is head to ebels.com and use promo code tbns that's it discount applied again the code is tbns at checkout to start managing your pain today with the highest quality cbd on the market one more time that is code tbns at checkout yep yeah and uh a big part of the newspaper is that the reason why it's so important that we come back to this physical, tangible side of information sharing is that it's more believable. There's, you know, statistically, if if somebody has a a social media post and it's the, the same thing gets posted in a newspaper, they will actually engage with the newspaper um, more than they'll engage with the social media post. So impressions on e- on each one are different. So uh, like as far as like what they mean, how much how much importance they have. So impressions on social media mean almost nothing. It just means you're while somebody scrolling through a page or whatever or through their their page, uh, they might scroll past it. And that doesn't mean anything. But in a newspaper, impressions mean a lot more, especially with a small newspaper. So we only have 12 pages. And on 12 pages, for if somebody puts an advertisement in the paper, first of all, the advertisement is uh, a much bigger deal because it's in a, a smaller newspaper, which means it stands out a little bit more. Uh, every single article, every single piece of information that we have in there just stands out more because it's a small newspaper it's very vibrant. It carries a lot of uh, diverse information from multiple different authors. And we we add information that is citable and contextual for what we're trying to get at so that people can follow the information trail. And that's really the point, again, just to be a gatekeeper, to, to create a breadcrumb trail to places where they might find uh, just the ability to go down the rabbit holes that a lot of us have gone down. Um, but we want to engage that. We want to start that for those who haven't been able to do that before. And I think it's very important today also because a lot of people are waking up. I mean, 130 million or so Americans did not get the vaccine. Um, so many people are, are, are breaking the mold and looking for other sources of information, looking for other things. Less and less people are reading the times, less and less people are watching Fox or CNN or any of those kinds of things. And they're going and, you know, they're looking around. So this is why Joe Rogan's podcast is so huge because people are looking for something different and we need to support, uh, not to denigrate anybody else's, you know, stuff, but we need to support more high quality uh, information on on podcasts and, and on uh, news uh, sources that we are creating as the freedom community so that people turn and engage with us and we increase our market share and um, and are able to influence people toward voluntarism, anarchism, and uh, more peaceful ways of interacting, more beneficial ways of interacting with agorism and vanuism and things like that. Yeah, we, we promote this a lot here on the show. At the very least, you know, more local. That's that's the best approach. And frankly, this is the kind of grassroots approach you're taking and you're having success with. So cheers to that. And you're helping spark conversations that frankly, a lot of people 
are they're wanting to have, but they're afraid to have it. And we're seeing right now across the board, even, you know, localities, you know, there's one town, I, I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head, but they just voted together and saying, you know what, we're, we're not going to endorse this 5G tower being put up in our community because we have a lot of question marks on that. And we're now having a publication like what you have here at Liberty Uncensored that is telling the, at least both sides of the conversation versus not allowing the conversation to be uh, having at all. So I know you've done a lot of research here into the 5G microwave radiation conversation. Could you give us a little context there in terms of a little bit of what people are making in terms of the arguments and where the concerns are coming from? Sure. So to, um, disclaimer this i don't i have never gone to school uh or or anything like that um for discussing this technology that's not my source i have done 10 years of extremely in uh, uh involved study into microwave radiation in particular so so you know there's electromagnetic radiation and that's what everybody calls it but really it's microwave radiation is what we're encountering when we talk about 5g to smart technologies across the board cell phones cell phone towers all of that stuff is within uh, microwave radiation so 5g is the same as they try to call it the millimeter wave it's it's not it is just the smallest wavelengths uh, available within the microwave radiation band so that means that we're talking about one millimeter to 10 millimeters and it's basically the most dangerous part of uh, microwave radiation and so now we have this thing coming out called 5g and it's going everywhere you know and and they're trying to the the last time i saw the um uh, Congress talk about the expansion of 5g they said we need to get this into tribal lands we need to get this into rural areas you know and so it's going everywhere and it's not going to be able to be stopped they're they are doing this um, unless we get millions of people saying hell no we're not going to allow this to happen but um, but who knows if we're going to get to that point so but 5g is going in everywhere and the real danger with 5g is the fact that it is basically it's the, it's basically you could take 4g 3g all that stuff and and the evolution is just more amplitude of this energy more invasiveness of this energy in our environment closer to us um you know oftentimes they're putting 5g right outside of people's bedrooms or on mm. top of buildings where people are sleeping it is extremely extremely dangerous and by and 2030 is when they expect to have 6g out and we're talking about such massive problem for all biological life on this planet that it's inconceivable right now microwave radiation is the most toxic uh, is, is the most pervasive toxic thing in our environment it's more it's more harmful to us than the vaccines it's more harmful to us than eating mcdonald's every day of our lives Whereas uh, McDonald's, you know, you might clog your arteries and the vaccines, who knows, you know, all the different things that can happen with that. But you can say no to McDonald's. You can say, no, I don't want a vaccine for the moment. But microwave radiation, you can't say no. It is everywhere. It is going in more and more. And everybody's just so excited about getting to download a movie in, in two seconds on their phone. But the thing is that you're giving up your long term health for the sake of a, of a short-term gain, such as a speedy internet. Uh, and it, it really isn't worth it. It's not worth it at all. And when we sleep, it's the most important time to turn off every single microwave radiation emitting device uh, around us, you know, try to 
eliminate all of that while we sleep because we need our cells to recuperate when we're sleeping and they cannot do that when they're involved in a microwave radiation environment. So make sure to turn everything off when you go to sleep as a minimum of how you might, uh, you know, respond to this being in the environment. So just in the you know shortest of short terms and ex- explanations to help the average person understand what is the actual danger to 5G to an average person? It's very hard to shorten that, to be honest, but <laughs> I'll, I'll give an example. So when you're in a microwave radiation field, man-made microwave radiation, we're not talking about cosmic. We're talking about the devices that are being produced by the industries, um, telecom industries. When you're within these and with DARPA and the military. So when you're within this field, something happened. The, the process happens like this. Your colloidal osmotic pressure increases so that the blood cells, uh, which is a pressure that um, balances the it's, it's too long of a <laughs> it's too long of a thing to, to describe shortly basically your your blood pressure is going to increase your colloid osmotic pressure is going to increase and your cells are going to stack up against each other and not be as mobile in in, in your uh, blood fluid so you're you're basically going to have cells that are not able to enter into the smallest capillaries in the body that lead to the deep tissues within the body mm-hmm. and due to that you're going to not get oxygenation into those deep tissues and you're not going to be able to remove the toxin carbon dioxide from within those deep tissues and the carbon dioxide is going to stew and it's going to create a toxic uh, uh, sludge inside of those deep tissues which can evolve into cancer it can evolve into a lot of other things but basically the number one problem we face uh, especially with cancer and a lot of other diseases is that we're not oxygenated in our body so the more oxygenation we can have in our cells and in our tissues, the better off we'll be in every way. But these, these fields, just the, the initial thing that came to my mind is this, just that these fields make it so that you will not be able to uh, oxygenate the deep tissues in your body. Your cells will be far less oxygenated and they're going to be in a constant state of stress that it'll be like trying to sleep while a hungry lion is in the room staring at you. Mm. Uh, your cells feel like this when, whenever they're in these fields and they don't know why, they don't know how to resolve it. And so they calcify, they harden, cellular communication um, disappears, um, it fails, and free radicals are released and so many other problems. So is it a matter of people just, they can't see it? So that's why so many people haven't made it an issue? Or is it also that people look at this as, you know, tinfoil hat conspiracy la la land? You know, it's all the different factors, though people are waking up to this a little bit more and more. Um, and I think by 2030, by the release of the 6G, it's going to be because 4G and you know all, all the technologies that we had prior to this new Internet of Things kind of technology, it was it was less invasive. The more invasive it becomes, the more you're not going to be able to do anything without interacting with a a microwave radiation field in a very intimate way. You know, even uh, now they're putting chips in people's bodies to pay for groceries, all these things that are coming. I think it's going to turn on in people's head. I think it's going to turn them on and say, you know what, what's really going on here? And the investigation into it leads to a 100% 100% clarity. If you do any amount of real investigation into this topic, you'll you'll gain that 100% clarity into the harm that comes from this technology and it's unnecessary harm. These could be built in different ways than how they're being built and not cause harm to human beings and biological life, but this is not what the industries are doing. And this implies intentional 
harm. Well, I think I, I hear a tease for our behind the paywall uh, sovereign exclusive slash Patreon exclusive. So, folks, if you want to hear us dig a little bit more into, yes, question mark that intentional harm. Plus, maybe we can talk about the ways that we as a society, as a, a populace can try to deal with this. Is it through the uh, the lens of trying to fix things with government or is it to the ideas of maybe anarchism, agorism that are going to be the actual means to help solve these problems? If you want to hear Corey's answer, make sure you join us on Sovereign. Yes, for the sovereign exclusive extended episode or head over to our patreon briannicholshow.com uh, where you can go ahead not only sign up for a dollar 99 a month as an audience insider but also get a lot of sneak peeks behind the scenes also round tables with the brian nichols show team and with that we're going to go towards final thoughts here today Corey, i'll kick things off really quick and, and this goes to where we start our conversation liberty uncensored why it's so important to have other voices at the table because when you're not allowed to have these conversations then Simply other people aren't allowed to listen in on the conversations, not talking the NSA, talking about your average person who want to feel that they're informed. They want to feel that they're making educated choices and decisions based on those choices. But when we're not allowed to see all the data, when we're not allowed to have conversations where dissenting voices are brought to the table, it, it builds up a ginormous amount of skepticism. And we saw this really hit the uh, the peak here during the entire COVID insanity where folks were saying, well, can we at least ask questions about what's in this vaccine and you're told no if you don't go toe the line then you're just a conspiracy theorist who doesn't trust the science doesn't trust the experts fast forward a few years and now it's those folks who are asking the questions who have been shown to be in the right so yes this is why we have to continue these conversations and particularly using mediums like liberty uncensored that's my final thoughts Corey. what do you have for us on yours well, I think that uh, if you're looking for why we need things like Liberty Uncensored and why we need things that are going to enhance our, our freedoms and liberties in extreme ways today is, you know, go watch 1984. It's a documentary, not a uh, not a not a fictional film. It's a documentary that's coming true and it's coming true more and more every day. If you do any amount of real research, which means uh, being unbiased and looking at something in a clear, uh, clear frame of mind, you look at it and you weigh every single fact that you find and you determine whether or not that fact fits in with all the other facts that are surrounding it. And so when you build up a, a uh, personal consensus that all these facts are aligned together based on uh, legitimate things that you can piece it together, you know, this is why we're called conspiracy theories a lot uh, or theorists, um, because people think, oh, you're, you're like making the strings on the wall and connecting all sorts of things that don't connect. But in actuality, no, it's just the, the fact that we do real research. We connect all the dots and we take time and we have the, the motivation to do that where a lot of people don't. And then the people who are doing that work, who are oftentimes more legitimate researchers than than people in the big media uh these people's information is is denigrated because it's not coming from you know some verifiable source but they become the verifiable source so we need to support the real researchers in this world that are really laying out the facts for us and putting it all together and that's what is growing today that's what we're trying to aim people to with liberty uncensored real true factual stuff that can be verified if so like anybody else can come into it and it's kind of like the scientific uh process once one person is able to prove something 
uh, for themselves, they put it out there to the world, and then other people have to prove it as well. And when all those proofs come together and they continue to accumulate more and more and more evidence of it, that's what makes it valid. And that's what becomes a scientific theory or scientific law. And so in the same way, we have to do that with the information that we're sharing with the world. So we don't throw away anything that anybody is putting out there. Instead, we ask for people to verify it over and over and over again through real research to determine if it is in truth uh, a valid. And so that's what we want to guide people to with Liberty Uncensored. That's what I want to encourage people to do when it comes to microwave radiation and everything else in your life. Uh, you know, really do your own research is not a joke. And if you're saying, I don't have time because I got a job and I got all this stuff. Well, those are excuses because when it comes down to it, what's more important, finding out if this these things that people are saying about health detriments in your environment that might truly affect you in very deep, intimate and uh, and have lifelong effects or, you know, continuing to work a nine to five job that, you know, you could you could go and do something else uh, at any time. Most people are in that position. So determine and weigh that option. Maybe, you know, final point being start your own business and get off of that that lousy uh, nine to five anyway. Start your own business. Find financial freedom on top of it. Oh, man. Corey Haig, where can folks go ahead and follow you to continue the conversation on social media? Sure. Go to libertyuncensored.news and you can find a bunch of stuff on there and you can find our Substack links on there. Uh, sign up to our Substack and please, hey, if you can become a paid subscriber on our Substack, that helps us a whole bunch. Uh, if you can't become a free subscriber, we put a bunch of great content out there regularly. And um, yeah. And oh, and go to our Substack and scroll down to the post that I made on microwave radiation warfare. I created a very digestible zine, um, something like 30 pages or so for those who want to learn about microwave radiation and see some proofs. Alrighty, folks, we'll include all those links in the show notes. And as I mentioned, we are going to continue this conversation after we end things here on the main episode for our sovereign exclusive slash behind the scenes Patreon extended cut. So if you want to go ahead, check those out, head over to our Patreon dollar ninety nine a month to become an audience insider. But with that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on the Brian Nichols show for Corey Haig. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Brian Nichols show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.